You're now listening to Life is Christian Podcast, and I am your host, Charlotte Rutherford. Life is Christian is a safe space for believers and followers of Christ to share their experiences. Here on this podcast, we will be discussing our own personal struggles with walking in faith. We will also be sharing with you some practical tips on how to overcome these challenges. Let's get into today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life is Christian Podcast. On today's episode, I have a very, very special guest that's joining me today, my very own muffin that I have managed to get to come on and join the great conversation that we've been having here. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi, my name is Chanel. I'm the host's daughter, and she asked me to come on her podcast took some convincing and I took some time out of my very busy schedule to come here. So let's see where this goes. Hopefully you enjoy. All right. Thank Bye. you so much, Chanel, for that introduction. I'm sure the listeners will be blessed and thankful that you have taken the time to consider coming on. And I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit has ministered to your heart and allowed you to say yes. So thank you. You're welcome. Today we're having a very candid conversation. She doesn't know what I'm asking her. We're just going to have an open discussion and just talk about a few things. So my first question to you, Chanel, who is Jesus to you and what does it mean to live a Christ-like life? Jesus is the Son of God. He died on the cross for our sins, so because of because of the fact that he died, we are able to ask God for forgiveness. What does it mean to live a Christ-like life? To live a Christ-like life is to live by God's word and do stuff that he would be proud of. Good. Yeah. That's a great answer. So we know that the Bible tells us that we have to live according to the word of God, right? We have to follow the commandments that he has laid out for us in the Bible and the examples that Jesus has left behind for us. So that's a great example of what it means to live a Christ-like life. Yes. Okay, so my next question to you is, how has your faith impacted your everyday life and your experiences? Well, since I go to school, there's a lot of different people there with different religions and different views for how you should live life. So sometimes they try to influence you to do very um, not Christ-like things. So because I have faith in God, I know right from wrong. So I know things that I shouldn't be doing and stuff that I should be. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much for that. Do you have an example of what some of these things that they may influence or try to influence you to do? Not at the moment, but we may come back to the question later. Okay. Thank you so much. So my other question to you is, what are some of the struggles that you've experienced with growing up in a Christian home and being in a public school system? Sometimes people, like, if they find out that you're Christian, they try to kind of, like, make it seem like a bad thing that you um, have faith in God and that you want to live by his word. So sometimes people will like, oh, you like, um, you're a Christian. Oh, that sucks. Or 
like especially with Halloween where they're like oh you've never been trick-or-treating or oh that sucks that you can't go trick-or-treating they're like oh it's not um about the devil or whatever but it's just kind of annoying to always hear comments about going trick-or-treating when it really isn't that big of a deal thank you so much for sharing that experience so how has it made you feel Uh, Well, when I was younger, I wanted to go trick-or-treating because of the candy, obviously. A lot of children like candy, but then when I got older, I realized that it's not that important. It's not like the the celebration of Halloween isn't just about the candy. It has a much deeper meaning and that as a child of God, I don't have to be a part of that. And yeah, the candy is kind of like a distraction of what the real meaning is. Ooh, I love it. Preach. <laughs> Ooh, did you hear that? She said the candy is a distraction behind the real meaning of what it is. And I love that because I myself have never thought of that. But you know what? I've once heard that distraction is one of the greatest tools that the enemy uses against the children of God. And as you say that, a lot of people get caught up into different practices that are in this world without even realizing the deeper meaning behind it because there's something pretty and glossy in front of them that's capturing their attention, that's making them want to be a part of that. So, yay, my man. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Okay, so do you think that your faith has restricted you from enjoying certain privileges or freedom? I don't really think so. It's like, Hmm. Only like the thing I can remember because I'm only like 15. So I haven't had much experiences except for the fact that I couldn't go trick or treating, which is like a big part of being a child and people wanting to have costumes or go trick or treating with their friends or go to Halloween parties. But I don't really think that being a Christian really um, restricted me from different experiences. I love it. I love it because being a Christian means that you can still have good, clean fun. You know, I've allowed you so many other opportunities where you still got to enjoy being a child and enjoy doing things that children do, right? So I'm glad that you don't feel like because you grew up in a Christian home, you lost a lot of opportunities or you felt restricted or there's things that you couldn't do because people in the world or at school is doing them. Has there been any instances where you would have hoped for being in a less Christ-like home, Christian home? Not really. I mean, I don't do much, really. So um, being in a Christian home has only added to my life, but it hasn't like, I don't know. I don't think I missed anything, really. Oh, my God. I'm just loving this. She said it is added to her life. So what are some of the things that it has added to your life? I'm able to talk to God and have a conversation without having to talk to somebody else, like an actual person. I love it. And I love that you understand how important it is to be able to talk to God and have a conversation with him because he's your father, he's your friend, he's your counselor, he's just your everything. So I'm so thankful that you were introduced to him at a young age. And now that you're growing up and have the rest of your life ahead of you, you have that foundation. The Bible says to train up a child in a way in which they should grow. And when they're old, 
they shall not depart. And my prayer for you has always been that the word of God will be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. And it will just be everything in you so that as you grow up in this world, you will always remember your foundation. You will always remember who God is and what he has done for you. Right. It may not seem like big things right now, but just the fact that you're able to wake up every day and, you know, have a breath of fresh air to inhale or you're able to go to school and not feel like you are lacking. That's God. And I love that he's giving you that comfort and that peace in the midst of being in the public school system. So apart from Halloween, I know that, you know, we're now in a social media era and majority of the kids these days, as I hear stories from you, they're smoking, they're vaping, they're going to parties. They're just out here, you know, living in the world (laughs) and being distracted by the things of this world. So has there been any instances where you felt tempted to um, succumb to peer pressure or forget that you know who God is just to fit in? No, but sometimes like with clothes, how you're supposed to like dress modest. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't wear that outside. And I don't know. It doesn't like cause a big restriction, but sometimes I feel like maybe I should dress modest, even though I don't dress very provocative, but like, yeah. That's good. And I feel like I've always allowed you that flexibility to choose and wear things that may be trending that are like your age. I don't feel like I place that huge of a restriction on you. And overall, like you said, you don't dress very provocatively. I feel like you're a very modest person. (laughs) So, I mean, that's great. I'm so happy to hear that. So if there's any teens that are listening right now, is there anything you'd like to say to them to encourage them to continue standing in their faith when they're out at school, out hanging out with friends and they're feeling like the peer pressure is a lot or maybe they're feeling like God doesn't exist or they may have some doubts? Is there anything you'd like to say to them to encourage them right now? Um, well, I've never experienced peer pressure, but I feel like you just have to remind yourself that it's not worth sacrificing your relationship with God to partake in something that might not benefit your life in any way. Ooh, I love that, Muffin. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I mean, I feel like sometimes people do trade pleasure or that instant gratification for their overall well-being or relationship with God or, you know, so it's almost like they trade their long-term gains for short-term gratification or pleasure. So I love that you say that. That's a great word of encouragement. Thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to be a guest on my podcast. I know the listeners will be blessed. They will be inspired by your impartation of wisdom. And I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Toodaloo. (laughs) To all the listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you were blessed. Until next time, be encouraged, be inspired, and be blessed.